Hello, NPR friends. New day, new episode. Episode number 79, find your path, play the game. Think of life as an online game or simulation and play it. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, there will be no quickie. You're welcome. (laughs) I want to dive right into today's episode and the topic that um, may be a bit emotional for me, but it's definitely a topic that I think I want to share with you guys. It's a little bit different from the norm. But I think it was definitely help set up anyone in whatever endeavor you're you're seeking. And so when I say find your path, that's one side of it. And then play the game is another side of it. And let me break it all down for you guys. Again, think of life as a online game or simulation. What you normally do with that? You normally play it, right? And there's always like rules that's involved, right? And you learn to navigate that. So I'll say this, and I've said this to many people. You have one life with maybe a few close calls, (laughs) but still one life. So play that life as if it's a video game. Specifically, play it with full imagination and creativity and passion and desperation as possible. I know in many cultures, it's not as simple or to be independent, right? There's a lot of cultures out there where things are somewhat predetermined for you or the path ahead or the road ahead is already selected for you. So I understand that's a challenge, but when we can mitigate and get around those challenges, This episode is definitely geared to you guys to help you achieve your goal in life or goals in life. But I do want you to take a minute and think of your life. If you were told what to do instead of truly enjoying or even doing. I'll wait. Think about it. Okay, give you guys a little moment there to think about it. There are, again, rules and objectives to life. But there are also many ways to play the game. But in order to play the game, you have to understand what's happening. It's a cumulative journey of ups and downs and maybe even a lot of nothingness in between. It's almost like flatline, right? It's just you on autopilot. But in order, again, to play the game, you have to understand and know how to effectively navigate the rules. You do that by reading. And I'm not talking about Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, or TikTok. Actual reading 
of understanding, not someone's opinion on something, but actually reading. So if there's a topic about something that's going on, there's an oil spill, there's a climate issue, don't read someone's opinion about it. Actually just figure out what do one mean when they say climate change or there's a danger, right? You start to realize, oh, there are things that we are humans that are doing to either accelerate or not. Either way, you read and you understand, then you could come to the conclusion on your own. But when someone is telling you how to think, you're a puppet and you're following someone else's rules. So in this case, the simulation or the game is playing you. I'm trying to get you to understand the simulation, understand the structure in the world around you, and then you effectively navigate the game. And I keep saying game, but the game really here is about life. For me, that's how I look at life. It's a game. It's full of adventures. Some are boring adventures, some are exciting adventures, but nonetheless, it's adventures. And as I told many of my friends, I have one life to live. Hopefully there's an additional 40 plus years left in me before I'm gone or return back to the earth. And in doing so, I have to enjoy it. I can't wait till I'm at after retirement and I'm now thinking about, oh, let me enjoy my time or see the world. I may not be physically able to enjoy it like I can now. So let me enjoy the world now, right? Not to say I'm gonna live the life or live the world recklessly, but I can also explore and push the boundaries. Again, game of life, it's a simulation. I'm just trying to navigate within the parameters that's already established for me. Sure, there are injustices around, there are harmful chemicals and hate groups out there, and you could just name the plethora of different things that may be stacked against you. What do you do? Do you stay there and allow, allow the game to win? Or you understand, okay, I know what's happened around me. I understand how to navigate here. Let me play the game. Let me play their game, even if you want to do it that way. So again, life is like a game. Got to navigate to it, through it. And you also have to understand what your goals are. So one is about navigating and playing the game, but also you have to have some type of goal. What do you want out of it? What do you want out of life? What do you want out of today? It's a rainy day right now where I'm at. What do I do? Just sitting at home all day? Or do I put on rain gear and walk around and play in the rain? That's another option, right? Playing the game within the parameters that are dealt for me. And that's the example I want to provide there. So I have six steps to win at life and at life, meaning the game of simulation, right? I'm putting it all together. You're playing the game of life. It's your life. Again, we have some close calls in life, but really you just have one. <laughs> and unless you like have some kind of way where you can, you, you, you got really close to death, but then you survived. Good job on you. For those of us who may not have that luxury, you have one life. So you kind of sort of have to understand the rules around you in order to play it effectively without dying, right? Not trying to make this sound like a dark episode, but I want you guys to understand you have to find your path by playing the game. First step 
that I will offer you guys is the easiest one. Invest in yourself. Don't care if you're married, you have kids, you have a large family, you have no family, you're not married, you're single, whatever your circumstance is currently, invest in yourself. That is a gambit of things. It's health-wise, meaning food, physical health, also mental health. Maybe you need a retreat. You work a lot. Pull yourself away from the job because when you're no longer there to do the job, newsflash, someone else will. Someone is going to walk through the door to backfill your vacant position. So sure, you want to prove to the boss that I'm great at whatever you do. And you are great at it. But as soon as you're gone or no, no longer great at it, someone else, probably younger, faster, better looking, and at a cheaper cost, is going to probably do the job for you. I mean, for them, for the company. I know, it's a shocker, right? It happens. We think we are the best there is. We're not. There's always someone better than us. Always someone smarter than us. Always someone with more knowledge and could do a better job at it, right? We have to play the game, but we also have to invest in ourselves because we can't just allow life to dictate or the simulation of life to dictate who we are and where we're going. So again, one on the list is invest in yourself. That is nutrition, physical health, mental health, adventure health, if you want to call it that. Um, just take a moment or take moments for yourself. Number two on the list. Invest in those that invest in you. Now, here is where I may not get emotional here, but I may. Who knows? I would say I have a tremendous support cast around me, not just family, but also friends and new family. And when I say look for things or people to invest in you, those people who find joy in doing the things you like to do, those people who contact you and reach out to you, invest in those people because they're an invest, they are investing in you. But then you also have to reciprocate that and invest in them. It's a two-way streak, right? You build these relationships over time by being open to each other. So when you invest in someone and they invest in you, I think that is super critical outside of investing in yourself. I give this story to you guys about, it's the first time you may have heard it. Um, I probably should have said it on last episode, which was advice to my younger self, the college edition because this actually happened during college. We did provide some good nuggets during the episode. So I would say if you haven't heard episode 78, Advice to Your Younger Self, the college edition, please give that episode a listen right after this episode. During college, I was homeless. And I don't think I've told that story to many people. Um, it wasn't... It was, well, there's a lot of things that happened um, at that moment. I actually changed my major from engineering to computer information systems. So I was like going through a whole, I was reevaluating who I was and what I was doing. I actually changed the way I dressed, to be honest with you. I really stopped hanging with a lot of the friends from New Orleans that I went to college with. 
I had an apartment. Well, I had an agreement, if you will, with an apartment with a friend who was a roommate in the dormitory next to my dorm. Not going to say the guy's name. But we agreed to get an apartment off campus. And this is like my third semester, which is my second year in college. I also had a band scholarship. I quit the band. So I lost that scholarship. So I really made a lot of changes. But I was okay with those changes because I needed to make those. My grades wasn't, weren't, weren't the greatest at that time and also weren't in the right mind space. So I made, a, again, a lot of changes in my second semester. And I decided, hey, I move off campus with this guy. Well, the third semester came and he was nowhere to be found. Not only was he nowhere to be found, he was not answering any of my phone calls. Now, we already had signed a lease agreement. Now, my younger self didn't know all the different legal, I guess, um, rights I had at the time, but there were things I could have done to protect myself. I didn't know much about it. I didn't even try to seek help because I felt like a failure at that moment. But that third semester, he never showed up to, to school. He actually did not come to campus or he actually was not a student that entire semester. And I had nowhere to stay. So... I remember staying with friends, but the story gets weirder because the, the fourth semester, he actually returned to campus as a student with his own apartment. Wait a minute. Where am I supposed to stay? You left me out to dry, went through a whole bunch of drama, kind of sort of made him feel bad. I think I did. Well, I had actually, you, you know, stayed and slept on a sofa at his apartment at that time. And then he kicked me out, which is weird, right? Because we didn't really talk. I guess we just argued because he left me hanging. Long story short, I pulled on the side of Interstate 20. I had nowhere to stay. I had no dormitory. I had no housing for a full semester. And reason why I'm bringing this up, because number two on the list, again, is invest in those that invest in you. Well, I had a friend, I still have this friend, who allowed me to stay in his dormitory room for the entire semester. But check it out. It was at a whole separate university. Not even the school I was at. It was 20 minutes away. I literally stayed in his dormitory room for the entire semester, ate off of his meal card at his university because <laughs> I didn't have any of that during college. Also had other friends to allow me to stay in their apartments when I could. I actually was a nomad for an entire semester and my parents never knew about this because I hit it well and I also had the highest GPA I ever had that semester because I was determined to not to be a failure. So again, told that telling you guys that story to invest in yourself, but also invest in those people who invest in you. Number three on the list, have self-confidence. Find what you are good at and be confident at it. Don't second guess yourself. There are plenty of people in the world who are, who are doing things that they believe in. You're going to make mistakes. You have to have confidence that I'm okay with making that mistake because that mistake is going to allow me to get better. Always have self-confidence. Number four on a list. This is a tricky one here. Don't compare yourself to friends or others, especially people 
who are not necessarily doing things that you may think is great, right? It may be stuff that you see on the surface level. So people judge. Some cases they don't, but in most cases, people do judge you, right? But who cares? All of us are going to make mistakes in life. What do you do after those mistakes is really what counts, right? Because you can't just go through life winning all the time. You have to have setbacks. Those setbacks make the journey and the victories even more sweeter. I quote Shakespeare there. <laughs> but compare your, don't compare yourself to others and friends. And this is very critical when you're trying to find your path. Because again, it's your journey. It's not someone else's journey. So less time on social media and more time investing in real life relationships. Like real relationship building. Like actual seeing and seeing people and touching people. Um, when people talk about like applying for jobs or they're trying to find a way out of a situation. They always say, well, I can't, you know, I keep trying, but nothing is coming through. But you're doing it on your own. You have to have someone to help you. You have to have a network behind you. And unfortunately, that's just the way of the world, right? We kind of sort of never really get anywhere on our own. Some may. It may be more difficult. You may even be lucky. But truthfully, it's very difficult to do it on your own. Remember the, the adage, it takes a village. It does, right? When you have a network system and a support system, it makes it so much better, right? People can lift you up, provide you with other alternatives, other options, different methods to try things it's just super helpful right so again number four on the list don't compare yourself to others find your journey you can see what others are doing and learn from their mistakes but that's not you comparing yourself to others meaning i feel lesser or they have something better than i do it's really you looking at it from the adage that i am on my own journey number five on the list Here's where I know it's going to get tricky for some of you guys. Move away. I know you're family oriented. I am absolutely the same way. But I can tell you this. I've seen it in so many different situations and circumstances. I give a story. I give not necessarily a story. I give an example. Two examples. One of my own. I give that one second. But the first one I give is there are... Think about like if you go to college in a college town, maybe in the same place you live or you grew up or you go into college not too far away from where you grew up and you stay in that same environment. You have those same college friends. You do the same thing. I'm not saying those people are holding you back, but think about how much longer it took you to kind of sort of find your way or navigate through. And it's not to say that those friends or family members were holding you back. You were just comfortable because you transitioned from high school to college all in the same environment. And then after college, you you continue to stay there. And those people, and you just enjoyed that time, right? You kind of sort of, I would say, slowly progressed outside of the college mindset. But think about if you were living away. It would accelerate it, your ability to find new friends, to network, and to start to be more independent. So I'm not saying it's one way it's, it's better than the other, but I will highly recommend moving away 
because it helped you find yourself. And my second example, hopefully to reinforce this point, is after college, I went back to New Orleans. And I went to college about five hours away, still in the state of Louisiana, northern Louisiana, um, which is a whole different world from southern Louisiana. <laughs> and I I was okay. You know, I did about two years staying back home with, with my parents. And it was definitely a comfortable situation, I, I can say. But I wasn't finding myself. I was not because I was still living a life, not trying to upset my family, not trying to do anything that would be, you know, too risque, um, being secretive all the time, um, even though I was tramping around. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, you have to live that teeter life, right? Walking on eggshells a little bit. But I mean, obviously, when it came to saving money, that was terrific. I was really able to save money, move into my first apartment. I had all my furniture. I had already paid for everything before I even moved into the apartment. I had it in storage in my uncle's storage unit, which was next door. <laughs> yeah, I was spoiled. But when I moved into my first apartment, I had it all there. I had the rent ready to go for several months. Didn't need to buy anything. I was literally prepared, right? Again, that village, I had, I had a support system that propelled me. But the reason why I told that story is because it took me a while to kind of sort of be more independent and grow into my own. I didn't really grow into my own until I moved into the DMV area, which was about five, four years after me having my own apartment. So technically it took me about six additional years that I could have grew a little faster, made more mistakes, obviously, but it would help me to be possibly in a better position. So I would say, I know it's difficult, but I think you really find yourself more independent when you move away, either go away to college or move away right after college. I'm not saying you can't ever go back, but just kind of sort of move around to find yourself. It's all about you because, again, you are playing the game, right? Your family members and friends, they're playing their game of life. You have to play your own game as well. And number six on the list, the last advice I will offer in finding your path, playing the game, commit to always learning. Earlier, I mentioned TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and Reddit, any kind of Discord. It's Those are good information. Oh, I won't say good. They're, those are information sources, good or bad or indifferent. Um, some could be a little bit different. Um, there's a lot more rules in Reddit communities and discords are super specific. Sometimes it costs to be part of those discord groups. But I think, you know, you could gain a lot of information there. I would just say commit to always learning. And what I mean by learning, again, it's not someone telling you their opinion on something. It's really you learning it for yourself. Real shit. Like really read things and understand things. Always be open to evolving. That would be number six on the list. So gave you guys six examples what I think can help you win at life. Find your path and play the game. Hopefully you guys enjoy those. And until next time... Don't forget, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or 
wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace out. Mm-hmm.